howling of wolves was growing less. Presently, it ceased altogether. And just then, the moon broke through the black cloud. There's a ring of wolves running alongside the carriage in silence, with white teeth and lolling red tongues, with long sinewy limbs and shaggy hair. Welcome to my house. I must have fallen asleep. The carriage had pulled up in the courtyard of a vast ruined castle. The coachman was nowhere to be seen. Welcome to my house. Come freely, go safely, and leave something of the happiness you bring. Count Dracula? I am Dracula. Face was strong, very strong, aquiline. The mouth, so far as I could see under the heavy mustache, was fixed and rather cruel looking with peculiarly sharp white teeth. Hmm. You hear them, Mr. Harker? Uh, the wolves? The children of the night, as you say, Mr. Harker. The wolves. Listen. Hmm. Come now. There are many things you must tell me tomorrow. Of England and of the estate there you have purchased for me. Why, uh, yes. The estate is called Carfax, I believe. Yes, that is so. But now I will detain you no longer. You will find your room in readiness. And I advise you not to leave it during the night. This castle is on the very edge of a terrible precipice. A stone falling from the window would fall a thousand feet without touching anything. I explored. There are doors, doors, doors everywhere, and all of them locked. The door to the great hall, the door to the courtyard, every door in the castle is closed, bolted against me. The castle of Dracula is a prison, and I am a prisoner. The next night, I couldn't sleep. So after a few hours, I got up and lighting my candle, I placed my shaving mirror on the dressing table and was just beginning to shave. You seem restless, Mr. Harker. I hadn't seen him, although the reflection of the glass covered the whole room behind me. I turned to the glass again. Count Dracula was close to me, and I could see him over my shoulder, but there was no reflection of him in the mirror. It was blank. I started and cut myself on the side of the throat. The blood was trickling down my neck. Count, my mirror! Wipe the blood from your face, Mr. Harker. And take care how you cut yourself. It is more dangerous than you think in this country. When I awoke, I found most of my things were gone. My passport, my notes, my letter of credit. I could find no trace of them anywhere. And my door is locked from the outside. There is work of some kind going on in the castle. Now and then I hear the faraway muffled sound of mattock and spade. And last night, the second of the predated letters which Dracula made me write, the second of that series which is to blot out the very traces of my existence from the earth, went forth. Count Dracula. Yes, my young friend. Well, what of me? When am I free? When can I leave this place? Free? 
Mr. Harker, you're always free. You want to leave? Would you like to leave tonight? Yes, yes, in God's name. My dear young friend, not an hour should you wait in my house against your will. Come, follow me. The door seems to be bolted. How strange. The door is locked. Well, in God's name, open it. As you will, Mr. Harker. You English have a proverb which is very close to my heart. Welcome the coming speed, the parting guest. Good night, Mr. Harker. Shut the door! Shut the door! I tell you, shut the door! Shut! The door is shut, Mr. Harker. I take it. You will remain. Morning, June the 30th. These may be the last words I ever...